Well, 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 it's me again. I am recording you live on a Monday morning on day five of COVID isolation. That's right. Chaboy has COVID. I feel fine. I am more upset about the state of the world right now than anything else. Um, I am just doing a little emergency episode here because I do think that the Will Smith, Chris Rock of it all is emergency worthy. And I'm sorry to be that person, but it kind of is. This is easily the weirdest thing that's ever happened on the Oscars. One of the weirdest things that's ever happened on live television too. I cannot remember the last time people were pouring over something this obsessively probably not since the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. If, if that, I mean, people are, people were not equipped to talk about that back then the way that we are now, I think in a lot of ways, like Janet obviously did nothing wrong. And for her to get like pilloried and slut shamed into essentially like career senescence out of that is unfathomable but also very 2004, like not excusing that that happened, like it definitely shouldn't have happened, but like that makes sense. People are acting fucking crazy about Will Smith. So I'm just gonna preface this by saying Will shouldn't have hit anyone and Chris Rock should not have joked about someone's physical appearance that is caused by health condition. I think that is off limits. Like you would not joke about someone who has like weight loss due to cancer or like, I don't know, a respirator due to like emphysema or something. Like I think joking about alopecia like that is in poor taste. And especially given that Chris and Jada have like a history of wrinkling each other. And Chris, this is the second time in like five years that Chris has gone up on the Oscar stage and made fun of Jada. The first time being like with the hashtag Oscar so white controversy when Jada and Will boycotted the ceremony. Like why is Chris making fun of Jada for boycotting for something that is like a very legitimate concern? But I don't know. Chris Rock kind of seems like an asshole to me. But also you cannot hit people and you certainly cannot hit people on live television outrageous like I don't think this punitively like this should not go any further than it's gone um like I don't think Will should have his Oscar taken away like the LAPD last night was like we're not pressing charges I'm like okay good (laughs) like you can't press charges against like every like kindergartner who like hits another kid on the playgrounds like this is obviously a different scenario because adults know better but at the same time I'm like let's simmer down here um I think about how that moment would have played though if Will had just yelled from his seat and not like gone up and hit there it would have been 
you know, the point would have been made, I think. Like, you didn't need to do that. And now, like, I don't think Will Smith's career is anywhere near over after this. I think people are going to move on from this relatively quickly in the grand scheme of things. But this is something that's forever going to be associated with you. Like, this is going to be a line in his obituary. This is going to, like, next year, they're going to be talking about this every Oscars from now until the Oscars go kaput. It is an unfortunate asterisk on a really, really, really good career that will continue, obviously, but this is the kind of thing that just follows you around forever. And it's really sad that someone who's been essentially campaigning for an Oscar for 30 years now finally gets it and this happens by his own actions, but just a very unfortunate evening for all involved. People need to not act like fucking freaks though. And yes, I'm referring to Judd Apatow saying that Will quote unquote could have killed Chris. Like get a grip, get a grip, get a grip. It is, you know what? It's borderline racist to say something like that. I think like it is absolutely racially coded and just like, it, it, it shows a galling lack of perspective. And I think a lot of comedians are doing this too, like that this sets an unfortunate precedent that people can just bum rush the stage when they don't hear a joke they like. Like, I think you are reaching your honor. You are prehensile tail reaching for this because it's not that serious. Like this is, Will Smith is clearly going through something very dark right now. And I think, um, It was the writer and podcaster producer, Molly Lambert, who had a very good thread last night about like sort of the historical and social context that led Will to this moment that I think is very worth a read. Um, So people like Judd Apatow and like Molly Jong Fast, who are like equating this behavior with like normalizing violence and like you know, people being like, why aren't we paying attention to Ukraine? Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, it is, this is a newsworthy event. When one of the famous, most famous men in America hits on live television, another of the most famous men in America, that is newsworthy. That is absolutely worth discussing. Like, this isn't like, I don't know, Brandy Glanville slapping Lisa Vanderpump on a houseboat in the in the Amsterdam. Like, this is a big deal. And it is, like, people don't need to be having hot takes about it, but, like, the, like to deny that something like this is newsworthy is kind of obsequious. That's not the word I was looking for. I just want to say something with an O this is the brain fog that they're talking about, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to say much more about this, but like, and I didn't really watch the Oscars by and large until this moment. And then after this moment, because I want to see the speech, I do think Will's speech was a little intellectually dishonest. Like I, he was very emotional, but like, yeah, hitting someone on live television and then calling it an act of love is, I don't think that's very, I don't think that's a good representation for people. 
not saying that like the actors shouldn't aren't role models like they shouldn't be role models famous people aren't role models but like I don't know I that seems like an intellectually specious argument to me that is both PR crafted and also just like someone who's very clearly like not doing super hot trying to grasp at straws so yeah I don't know the rest of the ceremony like totally whatever um I thought Amy Schumer was funny I thought Regina Hall was funny I thought Wanda Sex was funny they're all funny also people who don't like Amy Schumer are lame I'm sorry you are like it's so tired at this point to be like Amy Schumer's not funny like Amy Schumer is funny consistently funny I will add to like just because someone gets overexposed for like a six-month period does not mean that they're not funny um I cannot really speak to any of the winners because the only winner I actually saw out of the like main categories were Power the Dog which I loved love love Jane Campion deserved that Oscar um and Eyes of Tammy Faye which was a pretty not good movie but Jessica Chastain is excellent in it I will say like the so I watched three of the best actor categories there are three of the three movies in the best actress category um those being Isa Tammy Faye Jessica Power the Dog wait no I'm sorry I literally cannot think today um Spencer with Kristen Stewart and Lost Daughter with Olivia Coleman. If I had to rank those three, it would be Olivia, then Jessica, then Kristen. Kristen is making a lot of choices in Spencer that I think are very interesting. Not entirely successful. I think the first like 25 to 30 minutes of that movie in the last five minutes really did not work for me. The rest of it is pretty masterful, but like I think taking a quarter, especially the first quarter of a two hour movie to figure out the tone and the pitch, like how calibrated the performance are, is a little, I I don't know, like most movies don't have that luxury. And I think like, if you're just going by the economy of the structure of what a movie's supposed to be, that is sort of a waste. But when the movie gets going, it gets going and Kristen is very good I believe she will win an Oscar one day she looked terrible last night on the red carpet though like the shorts were so sad like a satin granny panty it just it's not like shorts on a red carpet like dress like a Chippendales dancer if you want like it's queer punk chic cool whatever make it look nice though like satin wrinkles satin never travels well and if you're gonna wear satin shorts which is just like a short is an inherently bunchy garment that thing is going to look like a griddled panini by the time you get out of the limo. Account for that. Put on a rhinestone. Um, and Olivia Coleman was fabulous in The Lost Daughter. And she looked very nice last night. And that's sort of like shimmery drag queen, like, you know, iridescent silver stretch fabric that people wear. She looked beautiful. And that movie is such a, it's such a subtle performance. And the movie itself is just such a very like interior puzzle box of a film. I very much liked it. I liked it better than the other two movies out that I saw from that category. And Olivia just, I think she's just such a fantastic actor. Um, you can see why she's gotten three nominations in four years, which is a pretty rare feat for an actor. Um, 
I wish Dakota Johnson had been on the red carpet. She is always down for a fashion moment. I was kind of surprised she wasn't there, but Maggie Gyllenhaal, who directed Lost Daughter, looked incredible in this custom Scoparelli that had like like door knockers on it almost like these like golden buttons and it just was beautiful I loved it drama 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 and this was a year where people did not dress very well by and large I thought Jessica Chastain looked very nice in what is essentially a very tacky drag queen gown but it had such a beautiful unusual color story to it this like copper ombre into a lavender that in a in like a ruffled marabou trim on the hem that looked very sumptuous like it looked like an old Hollywood dressing gown almost but in a very luxe way my only note was her hair was very flat and it should have been bigger to do the drama like doing like a little sad low pony and then the rest of it that like extreme it's a weird disconnect she looked beautiful though I was happy she won because I feel like she's going to be like 20% less annoying after this and I do say that with love um Timmy I thought looked fabulous going shirtless to the Oscar is really bold but like the cut of the suit looked really good the the sheen on it looked really good I would take a million Mick Jagger haute couture cosplay moments over whatever the fuck Harry Styles is doing at any given time with like blousey poofla not good he was good though Timmy was good um I didn't really like Ariana DeBose's that much, though. I was happy that she won just because I think she is very, like, chipper and, like, very talented, clearly. I just think the, the her bralette top did not fit. And the pants were very elefante. And once again, wrinkles. Wrinkle, wrinkle, wrinkle. Get that, that state. You need, if you have to stand up in the limo, stand up in the limo. And have the steamer going the whole time. It's hard to look wrinkled on the red carpet at the Oscar stage, or as friend of the pod, Kyle Crowther referred to it as the Oscars runway. Um, I don't know, not a lot of discussable moments fashion-wise, otherwise. It was kind of disappointing. Gaga looked nice busting out her like New York, New York, Vegas show outfit, uh, wheeling Liza Minnelli on stage, and yet another act of elder abuse perpetuated by Stephanie Joanne and Angelina Germanata. Um, I don't know. That's kind of all I have about the Oscars. It was like dumb. I didn't see Coda. I'm sure it's perfectly cromulent. Um, random other assorted thoughts. We're in a Bravo lull right now, now that Salt Lake City's over with. Um, OC kind of, like it doesn't suck. It's better than the last few seasons, but like there's not much to hold on to. I think Heather Dubrow is an ogre. Um, Ron Jay is pretty good this season. Jennifer Iden has ascended to a truly top tier housewife. She is such, and this is a weird thing to say about a person, but she is such a human being. Like to go flaws out like that so hard on national television is very. Like, I don't want to say good or bad, but it's very captivating. And I do feel for her. Like, she's clearly having a really tough time with her husband. And Marge is being was monstrous to her to, like, reveal this like that. Um, I did think their sit down in the last episode was really, like, a very gorgeous moment of communion. 
the likes of which you very rarely see on Housewives, especially. Um, Drag Race, season 14. I like, please, people need to go home. It's, I cannot believe we only have three episodes left in the season and we still have seven queens. Um, there must be a double elimination at some point, but like, it's kind of hard to argue that the, this is a very good top seven, like Diabetti included, like she's very annoying, but she is a good drag queen and very consistent in how she performs. I still do think that this is a two horse race to me between Willow and Camden. Um, but I would not be surprised if like Bosco and G- or Angeria like pulled it out. Like I was glad the judges said some stuff about Bosco's runways and like her makeup this week. Cause she really does have a very limited aesthetic. Um, oh, and Drag Race Espana 2 got is released as of yesterday and i really really recommend that people go watch that because espania season one was that in uk2 were the best seasons that aired in 2021 and the premiere of espania 2 is fantastic this is a really good group of queens i think the judging panel panel in espania is excellent like supreme deluxe the host very good queen very constructive in the critiques los javis javier ambrosi and javier calvo who created veneno are clearly love drag so much also very positive and like what's interesting about Spain is they all acknowledge that most of them know who the queens are prior to coming on the show like these queens are very famous in Spain and like have a devoted fan base and that does add a very interesting context to the proceedings um on a locking the designer Michelle Visage kind of in stand-in also very fantastic. She has a really good eye for fashion. Um, take a shot every time she says Vanguardista on any episode and you will be uh, EMS before minute 40. Um, yeah, I'm loving it. I don't know. I'm excited for the rest of the season. Like, I, I Drag race fatigue is very real, but when the seasons are good, it helps. Like, I I'm perfectly fine watching like two seasons of Drag Race at a time if they're both good and I do think like for as lumpily produced as season 14 is it's a pretty good season and I am very very excited for where spawning goes from here um I think that's about it for me this is just a little bonus episode um Wednesday is my one year anniversary episode, which is very exciting. Um, Cannot believe we've made it to one year. A very special guest is coming on who I probably will not reveal here, but get excited for that. Um, In the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Rating and reviewing really help kind of boost this podcast, like algorithmically, which like I hate to go in the weeds about this, but it is really helpful when people do that. So if you have a spare two minutes to just drop a star rating or leave a nice comment, that would be much appreciated. Um, And also we do have a listener support option here where you can donate a little money to support the operating costs of the podcast if you so choose. Um, Obviously very optional, but people have done it and are currently doing it and it really does help a lot. Um, 
and that's about it thank you for bearing with my stuffy nose and uh the episode on Wednesday that's dropping was recorded literally the day before I got my diagnosis so I still sound like this a little bit but uh you know what deal with it it's content and I'm gay wait oh yeah no I am but like you can't talk to me like that so hush um okay ciao for now